when we are back next time with the new format, episode 110, Shenantics Real House Wife of <laughs> America. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Shenantics. We missed you last week. We went on a little vacation together. Me and M. Call went to the Bahamas. We had a great time. And isn't that right, M. Call? Didn't we have such an amazing time in the Bahamas last week we together? We did. We opened up bank accounts and funneled the Shenantics revenue money into it. A little hush hush under the table type deal. Six million. Yes, yes. Well, that's at least what we're Initial. recording. Yeah. Initial. Uh, um, yeah, you know, it's already grown to about like 85 million, so it's just magical. But It's honestly um, incredible. But, but yeah, why, if, by the way, if anyone wants to sponsor the podcast, shenanticspodcast at gmail.com is where you can get a hold of us so you can you can contribute your millions to our bank accounts. Uh, we yeah, we need for. the money. We <laughs> desperately, desperately. Desperately need the money, you guys. I don't... So Honestly, I, if you could give us the money right now, Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that would help us a lot. Preferably um, cash unmarked bills. Yeah, if you could actually get an envelope, mm-hmm. put uh, you know a couple of hundred thousand dollars in the envelope and send mm-hmm. it over to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, that'd be ideal, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So where you can send that envelope to is twitter.com slash pod. So that's <laughs> just uh, put that on the put that on the <laughs> Manila envelope. Yes. And that'll that'll show up. Hey, talking about weird sketchy things. Yes. Did you hear about that um that mob boss that got hit I, in uh Staten I Island? I did. I did. You know, this is so weird, but every time I kept reading about it and I kept thinking about you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of like, part of me was, this is so morbid and so dark and so fucked up. But part of me was <laughs> kind of being like, waiting to see if like the next day, like you tweet out something like, hey guys, gotta be absent from the stream. I'm like, family member passed away. <laughs> oh, dude, that's <laughs> so like, fucked. I know, that's so bad. I'm like, I knew it. I fucking knew it, Skinky. <laughs> I knew it all along. Yeah, but yeah, I know. No, that was that was crazy. That was crazy. So. Yeah. So I think the last thing I heard, um, well, this is also the Daily Mail reporting this, so we don't mm-hmm. like you know take it with a grain of salt. But that it was it wasn't actually a mob hit. Oh really? Yeah. So the guy, I mean, the guy was the Gambino boss guy, I think, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the guy who actually killed him. Mm-hmm. who shot him 12 times or some shit, like okay. crazy mob hit status, only shot him and killed him because he wanted to date the guy's daughter and he wouldn't let No him. way. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is insane. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think uh, it actually went down like we think it did, but yeah, still reminds, crazy. Reminds me of The Bachelor. A mob hit reminds you of The Bachelor? Well, the can you date my daughter type thing. So my date with the, the president's daughter? In the, in, in the Bachelor, there's a point where they go to the hometowns of like the last, was it three or four women? Last four women. And like, you know, it's the, the Bachelor sometimes be like, you know, if it gets to that point, do I have your blessing to marry your daughter? Oh, see, I've never watched The Bachelor. So oh I, don't know, I don't really know how. It, oh, my God. I don't really know how it works. But I mean, it, it makes sense. This is my first season watching it. I've never watched it before now. You had a good I, time? I had actually a really good time. It was fun. It was every week we would, we went over to our friend's house and 
there was like uh was it seven of us that were there six or seven of us and um they would make dinner we would bring some bottles of wine there someone would make dessert and it was just kind of a nice get together hang out with friends for like an hour and a half two hours every week on monday night and eat drink and kind of be shitty people about people that are on the bachelor so it's, uh, <laughs> that's it, it, that sounds exciting yeah, it was actually really fun. But um but we had a we had like a fantasy league bracket. This is this is my point of shame. Um and I don't know. I just I'll just bear with me here. It's it's kind of like getting some stuff off my chest. But so there's a fantasy okay. bracket and there was six of us that were there were in the bracket. Some other people didn't participate because they read spoilers, so they know who won, so then it's not it doesn't work, right? Oh, that's not it's, fair. Yeah, right. And so they so they didn't participate. So they were good sports about that. But um but you would what you would do is every week they they send home a certain number of girls um or women that are on the show for the bachelor one and the bachelorette you the certain amount of men that are sent home from the show. And so you would make your picks on who you think would make it every week at, and then every week when they send people home, um you get a score based on that, right? And so Okay. There was of the not to put this down gender lines, but of the people that were participating in the fantasy bracket, there were three women and there were three men. And um, all of us men had never watched The Bachelor before, and all the women had. And so uh, we kind of put together our brackets. And my point of like, I wanted to make sure I, I at least beat all the men that had never watched it before because okay. I, just, I, I was like, it's gonna be kind of hard to beat the women because well, you, you want to be the alpha male in this situation, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> for watching and, The Bachelor, right? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and, um, so there was a point though, I there was, I was one point where I was in second place, and then there was a long stretch where I was in third place, so it was two of the women, me, and then one of the women, and then the other two guys were like at the bottom and i was like okay i was like if i can at least beat one of these women like that i've seen watch the show regularly i was like i'm gonna feel really good about myself well excuse me i just burped into the mic um one of the women forgot to fill out one of her week's brackets and so she got zero points that week i'm like oh my god i'm like i'm like this is amazing i'm totally going to get third place this is going to be so good well the season wrapped up this past week so we got our results on wednesday and i pull it up and i got in fucking fourth place i was behind a person that didn't even fill out an entire week's what the hell Where, where did you go wrong i just there the the spoilers here for the bachelor for those that care soraya um you <laughs> specifically well because soraya is a week behind so i'm worried that if she listens to shenantics i don't want her to have anything spoiled for her oh okay. but uh but the woman that ends up winning the entire thing was the person that i despised in the very first episode so very and you make your picks wow. after the first episode and so i was like i was like i don't like her i don't trust her she's lying there's no way she's a, she's a speech pathologist she's too young for that bullshit i was like she should go nowhere he deserves better than her and she goes on to win the whole goddamn thing Holy and so, shit. <laughs> it's like and i stuck to my convictions i'm like i can't say this crap about this person i've never met and then make her go any far in my, like go any distance in my bracket i gotta stick my my convictions and say that she needs to go home second week and i did that and then she ended up winning so every week i'm not getting points for her that's and insane yeah so it was it was rough but uh but yeah no the bachelor bachelor was fun it's not a it's not really a good show um i mean that's not why you watch it 
Yeah, it's fun <laughs> to watch it, and it's fun to watch it with other people. I don't think I can watch it just by myself. Like, it's nice yeah. to be able to catch up with other people, and then also like me and Soraya message back and forth about it. So, uh, it's I like that aspect of it. I just couldn't watch the show. Just yeah, just, obviously, just, well, it's like Big Brother, same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, or man. Lindsay Lohan Beach Club. How is that? I heard that you oh, watching that. Oh my god! Yeah, should I watch it? Okay. So I was watching it on MTV's website, right? Okay, yeah. Let me tell you about this show, okay? Yeah, First of all, it's awful, okay? Mm-hmm. It's honestly probably one of the worst reality TV shows I think I've ever watched. Oh, it's, pretty wow. much, it's pretty much a giant advertisement for Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club in <laughs> Mykonos, Greece. Like that's, that's amazing. It, so I, w- this is what I feel like. She went to MTV. She's like, hey, can I make an advertisement for your uh, on your network and they were like no 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 no. we're gonna make a show about your beach club and she was like how the hell are we gonna do that and they're like oh we're gonna get these really weird people to be vip hosts for your for your beach club and then you're going to decide whether they can stay or go to represent your brand that that's literally the whole thing they're pretty much just servers that's amazing. For her beach club, right? And they're honestly like just awful people. Like they're just stupid. They're like, mm-hmm. I worked in Vegas and I've served celebrities and like I know how to deal with people. It's like, what? <laughs> like that's your accomplishment? Like oh, <laughs> I've served it, celebrities. So like if you made a drinking competition out of it. Mm-hmm. Every time Lindsay was like, these people are going to be representing my brand. I mean, you'd die of alcohol poisoning because of how often she says this. Oh, my God. But I watch it every week. Oh, my God, Skaky. <laughs> I watched it every week because I don't know why. I don't know why. It's the best. I love it. I love um, it. It's not good, though. So, like, no oh. one should watch it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Skaky does everything. But at the same time... It's really great. Yeah. It's like it's like the cookie clicker games of like television entertainment or like yeah. film or whatever. Because it's some like it's not good, but somehow like feeds at the worst parts of like your primal instincts. Like, yeah, like the sure. lizard brain is like, Oh my god, we gotta keep watching this. <laughs> we gotta like, keep no. doing this. <laughs> yeah. Your frontal lobe is like, no, this is <laughs> terrible. And like yeah, the, yeah. like hippocampus or whatever it is. Like at the bottom is like feed me. <laughs> and you're like, oh God. It's so, so yeah. it's so bad. Um oh god, I love but it. it's been enjoyable to watch, yeah. I guess, in some weird way. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see that. Man, I might have to check it out. I might have to. It's really to. bad. Oh, it's on MTV's website, you said? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll have to do that. So. <laughs> but speaking of shows, speaking of shows, Skinky. Yeah. Guess who came back on Friday? What came back on Friday? Who came back My on Friday? My best friends. Queer Eye is back. Oh. I watched like four episodes. I think I have cried at least once in every episode now. <laughs> it is so good skanky you need to go back and watch season one two and now season three it's, it's i've awesome. never watched it before but i mean if you're crying every episode then that means yeah. it's got to be good oh no it's so good it is so good i do i truly love the queer eye show um it's uh it's good i'll, I'll just, like honestly one of the things i really love about it is like it it feels like there's a lot of it that is the opposite of everything we just said it's the opposite of the bachelor's <laughs> the opposite of Lindsay lohan's uh, beach beach club. club. I almost said beach house. Beach club. Almost it's like, the same thing. 
it's like the opposite of that because it's like the like like positive self-affirming like you are a good person like regardless if you believe it or not believe it or not and we want to get you there and like we're going to do these things that are going to help you love yourself more and it's just i don't know and like there's just some really touching moments with some of these stories uh and i don't know i just really love that show but you guys everyone should go watch that so skip Lindsay lohan and go watch queer eye i i demand it. don't skip Lindsay lohan's beach club you should actually watch him back to back like start with Lindsay lohan and then finish with queer eye just so that you really like you kind of go from a like rock bottom and get built all the way back up <laughs> like it's yeah i mean it works <laughs> a bigger better you is this is the shenantics way so um. the other thing i will say too about Lindsay lohan's beach club is that mm-hmm. Lindsay is just not a good boss yeah yeah she's so I- shit I I want to say I'm surprised, but really I'm not. Like no, I, I mean, <laughs> I, like, what experience, what, what relevant experience does she have of being a boss? Like, I, it's, I mean, f- supposedly in this show, she fired somebody for the first time ever, <laughs> and then oh my god! So I just gotta tell you this. This is not. Okay. I, mean, I won't say their name, so it's not a spoiler. Okay. Okay. But okay, so she fires somebody, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> She fires somebody, and she sees that she has a lotus bracelet on, like a a bracelet Mm -hmm. with a lotus flower on it, and she's like, oh my god, my sister has a lotus tattoo. So she rehires the girl. Oh, shut up. She rehires the girl and fires someone else. Oh, shut up. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I need to watch this fucking show. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. It makes no sense. Oh she goes gosh. into like so she they have like a house, I guess, that all yeah. of course, because it's MTV. They yeah. have a house where they all live. She goes through there and is like, this place is dirty. There's stuff all over the place. I just want to fire everyone right now. I'm like what? <laughs> so good what? and she says oh you guys can go out partying but when you go out partying you need to promote the club weird okay <laughs> it's just so, dude it's so weird it's such a strange oh, show i love it it's love so bad it. it's so bad. i uh have you ever watched vanderpump rules on bravo <clears throat> no but bravo has some really lit uh shows oh my god i love vanderpump rules i uh I watch it with like um, one of my best friends in the entire world, Ellen. Um, I watch me and Ellen watch that show. Well, she watches it all the time. And then every once in a while, I get the pleasure of joining her for it. And that show, it sounds so much of it sounds like Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Um, mm-hmm. But oh my God, do I just fucking love that show? People are so incredibly stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, anyways, and. They're all like cheating on each other with other people, and then they confront oh each other. God. It's just, it's so deliciously drama filled. Delicious. <laughs> so good. I think the opposite of it, though, is that, um, like, the, the head of the entire thing is Lisa Vanderpump. She has, like, popular uh, restaurants in LA or whatever. But uh-huh. at least, like, the difference is that, like, Lisa Vanderpump is insanely competent and knows how to run a business compared yeah. to Lindsay Lohan. And so you get the contrast where it's like, she's like just sitting there and like all these freaking idiots around her. Like, they'd be like, can I get my job back? And she's like, you literally punched somebody. Like, like yeah, I know, but like, they made me very angry. And she's oh like, Oh my God. 
don't understand. But then she knows she has to hire a bank because she also has this TV show that she's getting money from. And it's like, I don't know. It's awesome. But so Dude, it reminds me of that, but like almost like a like different kind of. But you should you should totally watch that. So. The worst, honestly. Oh, These people man. are terrible. Yeah, they are. We should I think maybe that's what we could pivot shenanigans to with our sixty five billion dollars that we have. We can just cover reality TV shows. That's honestly, let's just do that. I think we should. I think we forget should. it. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right, you guys, that's it. That's our episode of Shenantics. When we are back next time with the new format, episode one ten, Shenantics Real House Wife Wives. of <laughs> America. <The> internet. <laughs> Internet. Oh, the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, perfect. That's good. That's perfect. good. All right. I like this. Perfect. I like this. So, oh, man. Speaking of TV, Skanky. Yeah. I have a little, I have a, I have a rant about this, this, about a company. All right. I heard about this. What is this rant that you speak of? Uh, well, okay. So, first off, a little bit of a, a preface. It's about a little known company. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, they do streaming of stuff on the internet. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back in the day, they actually started off where they would um, mail you pieces of plastic that you would put into a machine that would make a movie appear. That um, seems like a scam. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, it was called Quickster. Netflix. Netflix. It's, it was called Netflix. It still Quickster? Is. Quickster. Did we talk about the Quickster thing one time and you didn't know about it? I still don't know about it. Oh, my God. Skanky. Wait, I th- I'm pretty sure we talked about this. I just don't remember. We we did. I will I will tell you about it real quick. So back <laughs> in the day, this has nothing to do with the rant. This is just a really fun story. Um, back in the day, I think it was probably like 2004, maybe I don't know, somewhere around there, early 2000s. And Netflix, Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, comes out with an announcement that, like, literally out of the blue, and says. Um, Netflix is changing. The Netflix brand that you know and love is going to stay here, and it's only going to do online streaming. And we know that there are some of you that love the DVD service. That's going to be spun off to its own company called Quickster. Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You told me about this. Yeah, and it got such a visceral negative feedback that it didn't even last for an entire day. 24 hours oh, later, they, he comes out with a letter. He's like, Reed Hastings is like, I'm sorry, that was a mistake. We're not doing that. They're staying as one service called Netflix. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was pretty great. But um, but yeah, that was a little bit of Netflix history for, for those super fans out there. Um, I'm sure I didn't butcher any of those details. but uh, Definitely not. Um, no, so my, my problem I've had with Netflix, and I've really noticed this over probably the last two weeks or so, is that they... Their recommendation system is utter garbage. Like, I mean, it actually might be the worst one I've experienced. I, I, in fact, I think they would probably do better if they didn't have any recommendation system. Um, I find it very difficult to find content on Netflix. And here is why is that I feel like. I feel like the way that they recommend shows to me is essentially I open up Netflix and then you got like the big banner one that's like, we want you to watch this. And then you go down the line. So we recommend this and then all that kind of stuff. But all they're telling me is they're saying is like, what we think you should be watching is whatever brand new show we released this week. And then they yeah. try and beat you over the head with that. And that is all they try and do. They don't do anything else. And that, the reason that's becoming frustrating for me is 
that there is content that I know I want to watch on Netflix and I know I want to watch it because it was released at some point in like let's say the last two or three years and I wanted to watch it then but I didn't have time to watch it and the with the way Netflix does things now it almost kind of like falls off the face of the world that it's all of a sudden like no longer like visible unless you have to go search for it and so the examples that I have is um Number one that comes to mind is Stranger Things. I never got around to watching Stranger Things Season 2, and I want to watch it. You would think that Netflix would be able to look at my history and be like, wow, not only did M. Cole watch Stranger Things Season 1, he rated it with a thumbs up, and for whatever reason, he never started Season 2. So you think uh-huh. that every once in a while, they should be like, hey, by the way, did you ever think about watching Stranger Things Season 2? Uh, and there are so many shows like this. And there's ones that I've added to my list. And every once in a while, I go through my list and rediscover them. But you would also think that they'd be like, oh, M. Cold said he wanted to watch The Keepers. And he added it to his Netflix list. But like he hasn't touched that in you know a year. Maybe we should recommend it again to him because we already know that's something that he wants to watch. Instead of being like, hey, M. Cold, did you think about watching Bring Sexy Back? And I'm like, yes. And I decided I didn't want to. <laughs> Why do you keep trying to tell me to watch this show? And it's like, that is, or like Losers. Like, yes, I want to watch whatever that Losers documentary is on Netflix. But like, that's not really what I'm feeling right now. Why don't you show me something else that I might be into? And that is my big frustration with Netflix. And it's gotten annoying enough that I actually had to go through and start keeping my own list and recall shows like <laughs> I want to watch that was it that 13 Reasons Why that one uh, oh yeah show um, yeah about like teenage suicide and stuff. Like I really want to watch that, but like I literally like sat down and made this big list and then over like just as I would think of things over the next like few days, I'd have to keep adding to it. And I now have like 15 shows on there that I've wanted to watch, but Netflix for whatever reason doesn't think about ever reminding me of them again. And it's really incredibly frustrating, especially as someone that makes their money from online content like this, right? Like, like the part of the reason that they keep developing great new shows is they want to give you value where you feel like every month you stay subscribed, you need to, because you want to watch like some of the content they're putting out. But the problem is that they've already developed content that I haven't watched. They don't want to show me any of that. And that's so incredibly frustrating for me. So uh, Netflix, get your shit together. And I, and I really don't like this. So <laughs> that's my rant. I think it's so fascinating and so telling of where we are as a society now that we can get angry at an algorithm for deciding <laughs> what shows we should watch and not watch. That is so it's very true. interesting. That is so true. It's so fascinating to me. (laughs) Fuck that algorithm for not telling me what I should watch. Exactly. (laughs) But then we hate it on the other side, too. When the algorithm gets too good, it's like you know too much about the algorithm. It's like, that's creepy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. Um, I think one thing that's a little bit even more frustrating about it is that Netflix actually used to be better at this than it is now uh, when it was the DVD service because they were so intent in making sure that they were getting DVDs out to you and new DVDs out to you that yeah. I remember when I watched The Wire and like when you watch TV on TV shows on DVD, it's across like five or six discs. And um, when I would like send it back or like I would watch a season like it would be like hey we noticed that you like watched the wire season one and season two have you thought about adding season three up higher on your list or we see that you're sending back 
disc two of the wire, uh, do you want to move disc three up to the very top of your queue so that you can get that sure. one next? And so it's like they almost they did better back then, and they've gotten worse now as they've moved to what one would think would be easier with an all online distribution is the way I consume it, and most people do. Like it's moved to that, and they somehow have gotten worse at doing it. So it's just that's I interesting. I, I wonder why that is. I do too. So I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Uh, part of me wonders, and part of me thinks that a lot of it happened when they released their original content. I wonder if there's some numbers behind it where they they want their new release shows to hit a certain benchmark. And the way they try and do that is they force it in your face until you finally watch it and hopefully like it and then hopefully tell everybody else. And because of that, they don't care about their old stuff, right? Like, how do you that makes get sense? How do you get someone to recommend that other people should watch the show Sex Ed, which, by the way, love that fucking show. What you do is good, you, try yeah. and, you try and get as many people to watch it as possible, so that way then they all start talking about it, and then it feels like, oh, everyone is watching this. Like, same thing with like, season one of Serial, right? Where it, enough people start watching it all at once that that's the only thing you ever heard about for like a good two months straight, and yeah. that really helps something hit their peak numbers instead of trying to recommend old content to them. So I'm thinking that might be why, but either way, they've upset me, and Reed Hastings, don't do another quickster, fix this shit for me. <laughs> That's all Please I- fix it so I don't have to hear about it anymore. No, it's it, that's no, it's stinky. true though. It's kind of fucked up. It is. It is. They got they, they got to fix that shit. Yeah, and they kind of do. They kind of um, I think one of their disadvantages is that they're compared to companies that seem to do it well, right? Like if you log into mm-hmm. YouTube, they're constantly being like, "Here's like ten new things that you should be watching," and you're like, "All right." <laughs> like, I think good. YouTube kind of gets fucked up though sometimes because mm-hmm. I. I actually find that so channels that I subscribe to mm-hmm. um, don't actually I, I never see content from them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my sub box. But if I go to my recommended page, I see it immediately. Really? interesting. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. So it's like YouTube almost has like almost maybe even a similar problem because you're like, this is I've subscribed to it. I'm telling you, this is something I want to watch. Yet they're not making it easy for you to be given content that will keep you in their system, right, and keep you watching in there. So yeah, kinda. It's a little. It's weird. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah I don't get it in my sub box. I get it in freaking my recommended. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, uh, it is. I don't know. We should start our own internet video company. I'm sure we would have no problem that being amazing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'd be an issue. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Nothing either. could go wrong. No, no, nothing can go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. So, <laughs> speaking of internet content, yes. Uh, have you heard of this uh, this article that I sent you literally ten minutes ago? I have heard about it. Yes, the YouTube star Lily. Oh my God, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Uh, will become. Uh, uh, the only woman late night host. So she was a YouTuber. Now she's taking over Carson Daly's late night show on whatever channel that is on. Which NBC? NBC taking over an NBC. Uh, Carson Daly show. still had a late night show. Yeah, yeah. Last call with Carson Daly. So um, that's like a two a.m. slot or something, right? He yeah, used they, to be the yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. He used to be the last one. It's like one thirty, two thirty o'clock, two thirty in the morning or something like that. Wow. Um, but uh, I think I didn't even know he still had that. Wow. I know. He, yeah. When does that guy sleep? 
I don't think he does. Because Carson Daly does um, the Today Show in the morning. Do you think that like he sleeps from like noon to like nine p.m. And then, he must. Like, so he must. He must go into work like at one a.m. Right. Yeah. Does his late night show yeah. and then does all the work pre up to the Today Show in the morning and then he probably yeah. leaves right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's insane. That's crazy yeah. hours. I mean, he just has a night shift, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think yeah. as crazy hours. Oh, he has a standard second shift or third uh, pretty shift. normal. Yeah, pretty normal. <laughs> like, like no, that's that's crazy though. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. That is. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then again, I wonder when he tapes last call with Carson Daly. Like maybe he tapes it oh, during he the might, day. Uh, that's a good question. Because I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, live. Yeah, because I don't think. Just because that's like the two thirty show, they might do might not do a live taping. Then because don't a lot of the late night shows don't they do earlier tapings and then just air it later? Yeah, they do earlier tapings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like yeah, Colbert yeah. does like a six o'clock or seven o'clock taping, I think, or something like mm-hmm. that, and then they interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's. I. I. Well, I just. I think I like this article just because it's. It's kind of cool to see like the society how we've shifted into this realm and where like between like the Justin Bieber's of the world, which are huge mega stars, but like people that have origins as like YouTube and then kind of move out. Like there's something, I don't know. There's something that's appealing. It's almost like, it's almost like the quote unquote American dream bottled up, right? That anyone can mm-hmm. hit it big and YouTube is this equal platform, even though it isn't really necessarily that way, but it is a kind of a cool thing to see, right? Like, Oh, you went from YouTube sure. and then you were able to break into what like traditional broadcasting was. And so, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that, but I, uh, it, it, you know, sorry, one other thing on that. What's kind of interesting is I watched Wayne's World again this week, and uh, part of me wonders how, if that's always a good thing. So, like, part of, like, Wayne's World is they do their public access show from their basement, and then <laughs> yeah. they get, like, the, to be, like, on actual, like, TV to try and do some, for some other reasons, but that's not important. But the show, like, changes and, like, by having to be like with a producer and all that kind of crap, they don't get to keep the show they want to. And yeah, like yeah. That. And so, like, I wonder, like, jumping from YouTube to like being with like traditional broadcast, how much of that changes, and is that necessarily a good thing? Like, now that you don't have maybe the character that made you great to begin with, so yeah, I guess it does change a little bit. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, it really depends. It's kind of a tough. It depends on how much freedom they give you. Anytime you go to like a network, though, I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch mm-hmm. of people being like, you should do this, you should do that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's normal. I do too. I do too. But, yeah. But yeah, no, it's good stuff. The, the internet, the Wild West of, uh, of, of content creating. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, you, you, do you still watch a lot of day, late night television? Uh, I don't really like go and watch it myself. Yeah. Like I don't go and stay up and watch it on cable. Yeah. But you know, you watch the clips on YouTube. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I already pitched this idea to you before the podcast. <gasps> and we should let everyone in on it. I mean, should we? I, I think I, actually, we I think I've already more, we could probably make more millions if we We did. probably could, but I think I already said it on stream one time. Oh. God damn it, Skanky. <laughs> How are we supposed to make our millions if you just keep telling everyone? I don't know. I did I just tell everyone what I'm thinking all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've decided to just be an open book you know it's a lot easier yes yes so um so yeah so tell pitch your idea to the shenanigans audience so that all right all right have, here we go help steal it 
No one's going to steal it, okay? Well, okay. probably. It, it's. I think it's been done before, just not properly. Okay, okay. So what's your idea? I want to make a late-night Twitch show. Okay. That it functions almost exactly the same as... A, late, a, a network late night show. So you mm -hmm. start with the monologue. You have write. Well, you probably write everything yourself, but mm -hmm. you have a monologue. You open up. You have guests. You have like those weird things that Jimmy Fallon does with the little game stuff, right? Mm -hmm. All your guests could be like Twitch streamers, right? Mm -hmm. And you have camera people. You have yeah, everything. You know, you put on the suit and you, you do the whole shebang. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be cool. I feel like it'd be popular too. People love that like interview format stuff nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the live podcast kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I feel like you could really up the ante and kind of bring network with what's going on on the internet and kind of do like a little, little, little big thing. And you could run it yourself, you know? It doesn't need yeah. to be... I mean, what, what I did say before is there'd be a big initial investment because you'd probably need... It'd be actually probably cooler if you ran it in like a house or an apartment or something because it'd mm -hmm. be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then you set up lights and you maybe hire like one camera person <laughs> yeah. and one person to like run the stream. Mm -hmm. And then like you, you switch between camera angles and I, you make it like kind of professional. I feel like it'd be, I feel like it'd be kind of popular. Yeah. I think, I think that, I think that would be too, especially cause it's like you also like, especially if it's like on a service like Twitch or something where you at least have, you get real time communication from the audience or where the audience can kind of watch and communicate about your show yes, together, exactly. which would be nice. Um, and then I think another nice thing about that is if you look at what that contributes to just traditional video game streaming and the memes and jokes that it creates, like you almost have like, producing content itself into your show you know what i mean yeah like, yeah as the memes kind of take off in chat like you can almost jump the shark a bit with it and start to incorporate into your show a little bit and they're almost creating some of their own content for you uh yeah to yeah kind of bring in you can take the best ideas from what they have um no i i, I, I like that i like that um now we we were talking a little bit like Hasn't this kind of been done before, right? Don't hasn't other haven't other companies like tried to do this? Kind of by, by bringing like their own like produced type show to Twitch. Yeah, but like it's not done the same way. I don't think. What I will say is I don't think that they've done a late night format mm -hmm. kind of thing. They've mm -hmm. done like your let's host at this event. Kind of mm -hmm. thing, and they, yeah. like the attack has done. Kind of, hey, we're gonna do our daily show, and maybe the closest thing to this would be like, um, uh, God, what's their name again? They do like, um, oh shit, I, I forget the name off the top, the top of my head, but they do every year. They do that charity stream where they raise like two million dollars or something, and it's insane. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember their name, but yeah, uh, not Nerd Fusion. It's one of those other. Mm -hmm. people that do that but yeah uh but i don't think anyone's done like kind of a late night host-esque get behind a desk wear a suit kind of thing yeah and do that whole jazz i mean they have like those interview kind of formats but i think what ends up happening is those kind of no one ends up really watching them mm -hmm. like i don't when, when they do those hosting things at um at well they used to do them. they don't really do them anymore at like twitchcon and pax and all those things like Twitch used to put on those Twitch Studios-esque things until they mm -hmm. cut Twitch Studios. I, I never watch that stuff because I think it's kind of boring. 
Yeah. Um, because yeah. they're just talking with random people. Mm-hmm. But if you make it interesting, I feel like it could be better, obviously. Yeah. yeah. No, I And more fun. I, yeah. And I think, yeah. And I, I think that would be, it would be kind of, it would kind of be cool to see someone, an am- I would say more of an amateur too, like someone that's an amateur with new ideas take over that format in the internet realm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that's part of what it is. I feel like a lot of the shows you see now are like, like especially like if you see the Twitch kind of ones, which just aren't interesting or stuff like that. Like sometimes it's by people that didn't kind of blow up because of interested because they were interesting in that area, right? Like mm-hmm. they were maybe interesting in some other area, and now they're kind of being shoehorned into this type of format, and it doesn't really work all that well. Um, but or they're trying to like bring a project that worked one other way and do it verbatim in this other way, like in this other platform. It's like that doesn't work yeah. well. Um, so I, I agree with you. It'd be it'd be cool to see someone that has the talent do it on a platform like Twitch, and I think it could be really successful. Yeah, um, it'd be a ton of work. It would be. It would <laughs> it's be. a lot of work. Yeah, I think, and also I think just like let's say even just like confining it to Twitch, like. I think the platform itself outside of chat offers so much to it too. Like, like you and I were just like, like at the beginning of this, like what we're talking about right here, when I was saying about you watching late night shows, most of the people like me included watch the clips the next day. Right. I don't watch late mm-hmm. night TV. We watch the clips. And one thing that's kind of interesting is, um, Twitch as a platform is it has the clipping system built in and your audience gets to do the work for you. You know what I mean? Like yep, they yep. can kind of like, and so now the, what you're going to be sharing the next day um, or over the you know next weeks, like you can share stuff from that one show for like another week to like kind of keep building up hype for the upcoming shows. And the audience has done a lot of the work for you in the sense of like, Oh, we liked we clipped this. This has had this many views and people seem to respond greatly to it. Um, which is kind of, which is kind of nice. But yeah, I think that'd be, I think that'd be really cool. I think especially, you know, clipping in itself has totally changed Twitch from when, you know, we first started. Yeah. Clipping is is the best marketing tool for your stream. Totally agree. I think nowadays, um, the only way you could become a quote unquote big streamer Mm -hmm. is if you get those initial clips and they go Mm -hmm. viral on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you become best friends with a really big streamer and they host you all the time. But mm-hmm. I think that is probably the biggest thing right now is clipping. Someone finds your clip, they say, ha ha ha, that clip is very funny, and they go and follow you and they tune into your stream so that they can make more clips and post mm-hmm. them. Like yeah. that's that's how it kind of goes. Better or for worse, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a great system because it sometimes promotes meh people, but yeah. you know, yeah. it, that's kind of how it is nowadays, it seems. Yeah, sure. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. That is that is it is it is crazy how much that feature changed Twitch. Yes. It, it, it completely just, changed it. And I when all of us wanted it, I don't think we when so many people in the communities wanted that feature built into Twitch because we used to have it um what was was it Hot Shot? Yes. <laughs> exactly. We used to have Hot Shot like it was an extension that wasn't all that wasn't as popular as when it was baked into the actual system. But I think when we were asking for it, we wanted a good way to share funny moments among the community and it's mm-hmm. turned into something so much bigger than that. It's so, so it's so different. Yeah, that's crazy. 
I like it. I like it. So yeah, so so I'm I'm excited uh for us to get the house together in Chicago. Um, oh my to- in Chicago, of course. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Yo, know, you know you you know why it has to be Chicago. You know there's so much just 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 this comedy lifeblood through the city that this is where it needs to be to get yeah. just the talent that we have to have on it. So. The talent. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. But uh but no, it'll be good. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm ex- I, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying like, it's a cool like, idea. Like, like I said at the beginning, uh, sponsorship's still open for Shenantics. Send us the email, shenantixpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, you um, want to be an initial investor, uh, you know, yeah, hit me yeah, up. Exactly. Hit up Skinky. <laughs> so Skinky's real name is Sku-Ku. His address is 111 Michigan Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. You guys thought he was in New York. He isn't. <laughs> Anyways, people but, uh, have been moving away from the Skuku name and now calling me Stinky. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. Life's really good. <laughs> yes, it is. Really moving in a positive direction here on the Twitch platform. <laughs> it really is. Really excited used, about that. You used to be like the kind of edgy kid with the skanky name that had an X in it, and now you've just moved to the smelly kid in class. <laughs> like you're, uh, yeah, really moving yeah. up in the world. Yeah, that that uh, that clipping system has done magic for you. <laughs> <It's>, Dude, <laughs> if you want to describe, if if you look up in the dictionary, the one person that the clipping system has not worked for. Uh, I my face would show up. <laughs> literally, literally, you, you have to go find a dictionary. The printed one, online version doesn't work. Yeah, at your local not library, there. and not somehow there. he's in it. So I'm, uh, I'm there. I'm there. It's even more impressive because they were printed in like 1990. So it's, yeah, somehow it, they knew. They just, they, they just like, oh knew. yeah. If this they guy did, starts streaming, he's fucked. They, exactly. And they do. There would be a clipping system. And, oh, oh, totally yeah. over. Merriam Webster, man. Little t- people don't really know that they were actually prophets. So it's uh, <laughs> or oracles. <laughs> what is it? What, what are they? The people that can tell the future? <laughs> prophets. Yeah. You know, okay, I mean, okay. they 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 aren't prophets. People who have like talked to God. I think so. I think I think I messed that one up. Oh, I'm not sure. So I think you're thinking yeah. of psychics. Yeah, mediums, yes. mediums, mediums. If you guys do not watch last week tonight with John Oliver, he did a great, great, great episode. I think last week on psychics and mediums. Go oh, and watch. It. I gotta it's watch so that. Good. Oh, it's so good. That he does cool. it in his total John Oliver way, and I absolutely love it. So no, but wait, but wait. <laughs> yes, I think it's. I love when he gets really excited about something, and he's no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh for those of you guys that have never listened to shenanigans before um skanky has met john oliver and i hear that they're really good friends i have we are really good friends we text oh, yeah. each other all the time i have that i have the picture on my desktop let me i can pull it up real quick I <laughs> it's my background yeah. there it's it is background. oh i'm staring at it staring at it right now so it's uh you're making a very weird face with a thousand chins so, yeah yeah, so, yeah. i said that we do a derpy face together and he said okay and he just closed his eyes yeah Wait, does he have his eyes closed in that picture? Or he's squinting. I think he's squinting. He's, he's something. I don't have the picture in front of me. You do, so I'm going to trust you and say that yeah, he has his I, eyes closed. Okay, there we go. I'm sending it to you. Oh, you're you're sending me my how, own picture. I'm sending you your own picture. That's how quick my access is to that, that image. So That's scary. It, it makes. Oh, me he happy. does have his eyes closed. Yes! <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't really understand what I was saying. <laughs> well, he doesn't speak English, so it's understandable. Yeah, so, yeah. He speaks British or whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. 
He speaks British. <laughs> speaks British. Oh, skaky, skaky. Oh skaky. my lord. Alright, uh, got, well, I got one last thing I really want to throw in here before we do a food finish for okay. the for the evening. Um, it's just something I want to I want to plug because I thought it was great. There is uh, this guy Nathan Pyle who started this uh, kind of like small little web series called Strange Planet, um, and you can I think he puts them on Instagram. Uh, they're also linked in his Twitter. We'll give you a link to the tweet that starts the thread, and you can kind of scroll through and read them. And I am a giant fan of this web comic. It takes like uh like aliens kind of talking about weird human things but like in a way that it's just it's kind of revealing about stuff and it's just i don't know it's just it's really funny it's cute it's lighthearted. it's uh i don't know it's fun it's very 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 fun so actually you go check it out there'll be a link in the show notes um or you can go straight to his Twitter. I think it's his pinned tweet at uh, twitter.com slash Nathan W. Pyle. Uh, it's N-A-T-H-A-N-W-P-Y-L-E. And the comic is called Strange Planet. So it is it is very, very fun. There's a, there's a few that I really like. And there's a few that are like heartwarming and sad and good. And I don't know. It's fun stuff. So I have to go check that out. Yeah, do it. Do it. You too, Skinky. You too. And then uh, you send all right. Me all I'll look. I'll look it up. I'll look. You it have up. to send uh, me all of your favorite ones, and then we'll, we'll compare. Uh, that's like a lot not of a lot. Work. He's only been doing. Let's see. When did he do his first one? What, he only has eight hundred of them. So is, easy it, to easy to the, scroll through. The first one was on February twenty first. So it's like barely been a month that he's been doing this. Barely so, been a month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been uh So there's not a lot, but they're fun and they're cute, and I do recommend them. So you go. know, I actually had one other thing to talk about too. Oh yeah, yeah. Lay it on me. Since we were talking about how Twitch has changed mm-hmm. in some way with the clipping system, yeah, I think it's an interesting point to bring up about GTA 5 RP right now. Okay, lay it on me. I, okay, I have you been watching any of this at all or no? No, I have not. All right. Well, GTA 5 RP is back. Oh, really? In style again. Nice. And everyone is doing it. Really? Like everyone really? that is a big okay. streamer. All right. And it's kind of interesting because I feel like Twitch itself has really, really changed since, you know, we first started. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, beyond feature-wise, mm-hmm. you know, who is popular now and growing and doing their own things are, like, just different, man. It's just so interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of them you know, come from the kind of IRL-esque kind of revolution of Twitch in some way, you know? So a lot of them are kind of like, you know, talking or, you know, you hate to say it, but drama kind of esque, you know, that's kind of where I feel like a lot of Twitch viewers are are pushing towards now. Mm -hmm. Um, And now they're able to, in some interesting way, encapsulate that, you know, drama-esque kind of banter that they have on their streams into GTA 5 RP. Oh, so they're, really? they're transforming it into this game. Not to say that they don't game like they do. Yeah. Um, you know, they play games. But in a way, you know, Twitch is just is different nowadays because of the yeah. clipping system like we were talking about before and how that virality, uh, you know, pushes viewers and to, to like specific people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kind of like, uh, an example, you love, you hate it or love it, but, you know, it's just the facts of the situation. XQC, oh. whether you like him or you hate him, 
Okay. He's also doing GTA 5 RP. Mm -hmm. But he also, you know, pushes that drama angle in some way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, He plays video games, but, you know, it's, it's situated in that kind of Twitch universe, right? Yeah. But... There, he's also using that RP in some weird way to also interact with other streamers in this very odd way. I don't know. It's kind of weird to see what how this has come to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with this, but I just thought it was kind of interesting to see how uh, how Twitch has changed now. No, it, it is really interesting, and I I think I think one thing that is, it, and I think to kind of piggyback on the point you were making, one thing that's really interesting is we have we have two marking points within the same game and genre type of content, right? Like like GTA 5 RP is like a whole different kind of universe of Twitch streaming, right? It's not always, it's like people get to like explore the creative side and tell stories and do this whole other thing that you don't get to do when you're playing Apex Legends or Overwatch or other games like that. Or mm-hmm. playing like a story-based game like Red Dead Redemption 2 necessarily. And so you kind of have that and we have it at two distinct points in time and you get to see who were the p- number one popular streamers doing RP content at the time, and what is that RP content like, right? And then the, mm-hmm. by being able to do that, I think that's the best way to be able to compare how has the platform shifted, right? Because it's you can't always compare that with other games because streaming a game that's different from another game has their own differences just inherent in that. And yeah. this is one thing where it's like the baseline is the same, and we can see almost how the platform has changed just by comparing one versus two. So, yeah. I, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I, that, that is that is really interesting. So, um, And it seems like I think a lot of um, streamers nowadays seem mm-hmm. bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't really know uh, what to play anymore. Yeah. And how to entertain their viewers. Yeah. Um, and now it seems like GTA 5 RP is something that they're actually having fun with, which is cool mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is. I agree. That, that's that's kind of cool. But it yeah, really it's cool. it is weird to see yeah. it come back like this. Yeah, in really some cool. way, I don't really know how I feel about it, but it's cool, yeah. I guess. You know, yeah, no, it is. It's uh, that is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I I had a whole different food finish to to say, but I feel like this just kind of fits in so well with the uh, okay. segue. Is um, so food finish for this week. Speaking of GTA Five RP, uh, do <laughs> oh, we know no. anything about the uh, deli meat that is Tommy Salami? <laughs> What about him? I don't know. Is he, is he making a comeback? Is he alive? Is he dead? What do we need? What do we know? Are we going to see him on stream in the, in the coming week? So I will say that I have tried. Oh, really? I tried to. Um, all the streamers right now are playing on No Pixel. Okay. Which I got whitelisted on a, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can get into the queue, mm-hmm. and I'm cool with it. But uh, I so I tried to get into the queue the other day. Mm-hmm. And there was like 106 people in it. Mm-hmm. Four hours went by, and I got to 102. Oh Jesus! Yeah. So the the, the issue is that there um, the streamers get priority access mm-hmm. on the on there. So um, they you know they can join and they pretty much get bumped to number one to three. Yeah. Yeah. So they're able to actually get in. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it would take me. I mean, over probably 24 hours mm-hmm. to actually get in. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point, it's like I'm sleeping. So I don't, I'm not actually sure if I'll be able, if I'm going to be awake for when I actually get in. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it's, 
it's a lot of stress. And then I tried to join another server, which I got whitelisted on a while mm-hmm. back. And I couldn't make Tommy on there. Oh, no. Yeah, because they don't have... You can't... Tommy's based off of an actual character in GTA, like a yeah. person, a civilian. Yeah. And you can't put in, like, a special skin creator code um, oh, really? okay. for Tommy. So I couldn't even make him. Oh, uh, so I'm looking at my options. I'm sure yeah. that the queue will go down after a while when this kind of mm. dies down. And mm-hmm. I'd love to bring Tommy back. It's... You know, it's been one of my things that I've been promising that I've been doing for a long time. Yeah. So hopefully, at one point, it'll happen. I'm excited. I can't make any promises because the the cues are terrible. For the Italian sandwiches, they come back in the future. The Italian sandwiches, the cold cuts. The cold cuts. Wait for the cold cuts. So, (laughs) no, that's... That's exciting. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that hopefully that something can happen with that because that was was some really great content that you were Yeah, that was fun stuff. Tommy's good people. He is. Tommy is good Bes- people. You- besides, he killed uh, all his wives. But besides yeah, that, yeah, so. yeah, we just we can maybe look past that. For it was necessary. It was necessary. So, you guys, that been that has been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school days, chores, commute, whatever you do. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions, send us a tweet at twitter.com/shenanticspod or an email shenanticspodcast at gmail.com. If you like Tommy Salami. Leave us a five-star <laughs> review on the iTunes store because it maybe helps. And then other people can Kinda. find out about Tommy <laughs> Salami when he makes his comeback in the coming months or years. Um, if you want to join the discussion, we have a Discord server set up. Head over to shenantics.rocks and about and click on the invite link or go to discord.shenantics.rocks and uh, that will put you right on over into the Discord. So that will be good and you can hang out with all the wonderful, beautiful people. It makes you 0.05% more attractive if you join the Discord Guaranteed. server. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. No money back. Skanky, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and I'm Cole. Where can they find you? They can find me on the internet at mcole underscore M-C-U-L with the underscore symbol, same username on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. So good talking to you again this week, Skanky. Good talking to you too. I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.